Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Roya Mosinian. <laughs> shalom, shalom, everybody. Guess what day it is? It's Monday, and you know what that means. Yes, you do. It's Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller. Please welcome my handsome co-host, Mr. Yosef Kaner. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Yosef, how are you? Thank God. That was my rubber chicken. Yeah. Makure. Makure. Baruch Hashem. That's Hebrew for uh, what's up, right? For thank God. Okay. Or, uh, literally. No, makure. Makure. Oh, makure is what's happening. Yeah, so our listeners, so they don't know. Uh, anyway, before we get started, of course, I want to uh, welcome our listeners all over the world. Of course, as usual, United States of China, Israel, Brazil, Europe. The country of Europe is listening. I love that. And Germany, which is in Europe. <laughs> That's great. How are you? You're asking Europe how they are? Yeah, I'm asking uh, I'm asking you, oh, I want to give a shout-out to, I know, uh, one listener in Israel, my friend Yafit. How are you, Yafit? She's up in uh, Hadera. She's listening on the car ride home from work. Hi, 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 hi. Probably stuck in traffic. <laughs> so I promised her I would say uh, hello to Yafit, my good friend in Israel. All right. Anyway, so how are you? What's going on with you, Yosef? You're all over the place. You need to focus. Focus. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes. Well, you can say hello to your feet. You can say hello to your hands. <laughs> I'm not your making feet. fun. Don't ever. Don't you make fun of her? She is. I'm not making fun smart. of my feet. She was. She was an Israeli soldier who stormed the beaches of Normandy. <laughs> Oops, wrong when place. One of one of my friends is uh, finishing his army service tomorrow or today, I think. Oh, it's okay. very exciting. He spent a bunch of time inside of tanks. Ah, okay. Well, speaking of exciting, I have exciting news that I would like to share with the world. Can I do that? Yes, please. <laughs> Can you answer a little quicker? So. This has been a long time coming. It's been years in the making. Um, but I am finally making Aliyah to Israel, everybody. I hope there's a sound effect of a rounding applause because it's dead silence. <laughs> so, yes, I just got my um, uh, Mazal Tov letter, which uh, for those of you who don't know, that's when they say, hey, schmuck, we want you in our country. <laughs> And uh, now I've got to fill out all these forms to get my visa, and uh, I have no idea what I'm doing, and I'm freaking out. So I just want to let everyone know I'm not really mentally. My mind is somewhere else right now. I'm very happy. I'm very excited. I'm nervous. I'm scared. Um, I don't know what's going to happen to me in Israel. I don't know what kind of Jew I'm going to be, where I fit in in the religious world, because uh, as everybody knows, I'm what they call a Balchuva. Uh, so are you, right, Yosef? Um, yes. 
Yes. But and, technically, uh, technically, okay, if, if, when people refer to themselves as a Baal Tshuva, that means a person who has repented from a lifestyle that was not according to the Torah. Um, everybody yes. is pretty much a Baal Tshuva because everybody uh, messes up and then they correct their behavior. So it's really, that differentiation doesn't really mean a lot. Okay. But well, I know what you, you know, mean. Okay, but you know who doesn't mess up? Hmm? Our producer, she is a righteous sadistic. I never mess up. I am perfect in the Lord's eye. <laughs> anyway, so yes, fine. Well, for uh, whatever. So I'm about to because uh, I didn't live my life as the way I should have been for 44 something years. And then uh, eight years ago, my life changed. And anyway, I went to Israel in 2019 and that's it. As soon as I got off the plane and experienced Israel on a, on a tour that I went on, I knew that this is where I wanted to live my life. So I came home, I opened up a Nefesh Benefesh file, and then COVID hit. <laughs> and then three years later, I finally finished it. And now I've been accepted and I'm going. Um, so, um, yeah. So I'm very Dude. excited. I'm also very nervous and very scared. I have no idea what I'm doing, everybody. I'm flying by the seat of my pants, as you well know. Um, I think you should take a plane. I am going to take a plane but I will be flying by the seat of my pants. I don't know what I'm doing as far as all these forms. I've had to fill out so many forms and documents, but now it's like the last form so I can get my visa and I want to get out of here soon. And it's cutting down to the wire and uh, it's just really stressing me out. But I just wanted to let everyone know that, uh, hey, babe, I'm, I'm getting out of Galut, babe. <laughs> well, it should go well for you. The Israeli government is in love with forms. They want you to fill out this form and that form and fax. They still fax things sometimes. Oh, I know it's ridiculous. It's annoying. It's annoying. Uh, but I'm but I'm so excited to into to 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 participate with my Israeli brothers and to tell them to and to give them hugs and my Israeli brothers and sisters so they can be rude to me. I can't wait to open up my bank account and they yell at me. I can't wait. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have lots of stories on Lighten Up. Uh, I, my worst fear is like getting on a bus and like uh, getting off in Gaza and not realizing <laughs> where I am. Yeah, not going to happen. Well, I, do you know me? I'm a moron. That will happen. That's my worst fear. <laughs> no, no, no. It's very hard, to, very hard for that to happen. Okay. Well, you, you know, okay. <laughs> anyway, would you like to start off with a story or would you like me to start off with a story? Uh, you could start off with a story because I'm still looking for some stories. Okay, here's a little key factor, Yosef. This is probably something you should have done yesterday, <laughs> not while we're in the show. Um, okay, well, I will start off. Um, this, uh, here's a show. Uh, here's a show. I'm sorry. See, my mind is going to be all over the place. Here's my first story. Ready? It has to do with... Uh, of course, Ben Gavir, who I love. It says, Biden administration objects to Jewish MK visiting the Temple Mount. So apparently Ben Gavir, he visited the Temple Mount over Tishbaav, which was whatever, two weeks ago, whatever it was. It says here, Israel's national security, Itamar Ben Gavir, uh, visited the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. And of course, the United States government and Joe Biden freaked out and says the U.S. Embassy criticized the visit. And here's what Joe Biden says. The U.S. stands firmly for the preservation of the historic status quo. What's the status quo? <laughs> Why? And it's just Ben Veer they don't like going up there? Uh, that, yeah, but whatever, for whatever he represents. But what's the status quo? Do you know what that means? 
the status quo means in, in Israeli terms, it means the way things have always been. Right. But it says here, any unilateral action or rhetoric that jeopardizes the status quo is unacceptable. Now, I'd like some chocolate ice cream right now. Here's an example of something that is against the status quo. When Jews pray three times a day that God should rebuild the temple, that's against the status quo. Okay. Well, it says here, Ben Gavir informed Benjamin Netanyahu in advance of his intention. Hey, Benjamin, I'm going to the Temple Mount. <laughs> anyway, uh, this was his third visit, um, and uh, he's an Orthodox Jew. Um, you know what? I don't like that Orthodox Jew thing. I don't like Orthodox, Reform, Conservative. I just, you're, we're just all Jews. There's some who observe the Torah and some of them that don't, but we're all Jews. So Orthodox Judaism, it's all man-made labels. I don't like that. Anyway, it says here, on this day, uh, he says, Ben Gavir, when he was on the Temple Mount, on this day, in this place, it's very important to remember, we are brothers, right-wing, left-wing, religious, secular, we are all the same people. I love that. And then, when a terrorist looks out the window, he doesn't discriminate between, between us. Unity is important, and love, Israel is important. The love of Israel, Ben Gavir said. Anyway, isn't that beautiful? He's he's a he's a great guy, you know. And why do people hate him? I mean, he just what he just said is what I feel. I okay. love my secular Jews. I love the Haredi Jews. I love all Jews. That's that's why they hate. You know, why do they hate Robert Kennedy? Why do they hate Donald Trump? It's it's the fake news. Don't get me started. I know Joseph. You're very upset with me. Don't make fun of the man. So it, it's, it's the it's the what you call it. It's the fake news. They have certain people that they've decided you must not like them, and they they print stories almost every day about how awful this person is, how awful that that one is, and it's all BS. Yeah, I know it is. Um. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we have about uh, two minutes left. Did you find anything? <laughs> um. There there are a couple of things about bears. There's a, a, a <laughs> zoo. There's a zoo in China where the bears, yeah. I guess, maybe are not as you know robust as they should be. People have started accusing the zoo of hiring people to wear bear suits and pretend to be bears. Oh, get out of here! I guess, where do you find this stuff? It's, it's oh, true. Hey, it's excuse true. me, Mister Mister Fung. Please put on your bear outfit. We need to think <laughs> that you. We need the people of the zoo to think you are a bear because we don't feed. Don't uh, like. They, don't the bears eat a lot of like uh, rice over in China? Isn't that like a? Is it rice they, uh, filling? They've, it, it, they've, it they've trained them to use chopsticks. It's really fascinating to watch. <laughs> The bears. <laughs> the, the, they, they train the bears to to use chopsticks and to uh, send something back if it if it has MSG. Um, <laughs> Hi, oh, you're being funny. Uh, here's here's another story about bears. And oh, we got actually, thirty actually, seconds. Okay, you want to well, save it for the next? next for no, we no, can it, save it. it's the. Uh, there was a uh, Iraqi Airways plane that was taking off from Dubai International Airport, and they had the delay because a bear that was on the plane got loose. He wasn't on the plane. He was in the freight section. He got, uh, got loose, and he was running around the airport. They had to stop everybody. Get, get the bear back. Uh, bear okay. back. <laughs> wow. All right. Wait, great way to end the first segment. So <laughs> stick around, everybody. We'll be right back.
Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Roya Mosinian. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller with Yosef Kaner. Howdy. <laughs> anyway, so off the air, I was just freaking out more about my aliyah. Here's my here's my question. I here's what I got. Like I I have to do. A, I want to do a lot of soul searching, right? So the past year and a half, everybody's known that I've gone through a horrible divorce. It's been depressing. In fact, I brought the ratings down in the show. We've lost listeners because of my pain and suffering. And But I deserve some time to find out who I am, Yosef, as a Jew. Where do I fit in? I'm not Haredi. I'm not really like Orthodox Litfish. Not Litfish. Litfish? What is it? Yeah, Lit- Litfish, Lithuania. Litfish, I'm not Lubavitch, I'm not uh, Breslov, I'm just me. I'm a guy who kind of found Hashem eight years ago, and I just, you know, I'm a guy who wears jeans and T-shirts. I like to go out, mostly Shabbos, and go to a bar and have a drink. I like to go out to dinner if there's, you know, whatever. I'm just a regular guy. I like to have fun, too. So I got to do some soul searching. I want to be able to, like, t- travel the country a little bit. Because once I get settled and once I meet a beautiful Israeli woman and get married again, which I plan on doing, uh, I won't be able to do that anymore and, uh, and get a job. And I want to be able to like go into the Judean desert, Yosef, or go up to the Golan Heights and, and get up at 6, 7 in the morning and put on tefillin and put on my talus and daven in, 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 in out there where like, uh, you know, where David and Saul and where all those guys and joshua and where they all davened outside you know that that's that's what i want i need to find myself find where do i fit in in israeli society where do you think i should where do you think i fit in based on what you know of me (laughs) well i it's it's hard it's you know you gotta like you say you just gotta like try dip your toe in a bunch of different pools and and see what's the most but um but again, your your plan is to be in yeshiva. I, from what I understand, that's a perfect place to do this soul searching. You don't have to wait and first go everywhere because you're exposed to so many people in yeshiva. This one has a brother over here. This one will invite you over here. So that, that's your that's your best uh, best place to I know, start. But I know, but I didn't want to land and then three days later have to rush into a yeshiva. I want I need to decom- decompress. So I I don't know. No, 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 no. What, what do you got? You because otherwise you don't. You're not connected with people. If you're in the the thing is like this: when you're when a person is in school and in university and yeshiva, something like that, you have an an automatic selection of people that you can interact with. If you just go to a country and you go, I'm here. Like everybody's involved in stuff. There's no place where you can just go where everybody's hanging out and you can meet them. You need a structured place to meet people. So that's why the yeshiva is the best, probably the best idea for you. Okay. I'll figure it out. I'll follow Hashem's ways. So he's gotten me this far. He'll take me the rest of the way. But there are people I want to see. So, you know, I, I don't know. Plus, the holidays are coming up. So I don't know. Maybe I'll, I don't know. I can get into Yeshiva. Maybe I can go after the holidays. I don't know. I know, I know somebody would not like to hear that. My Israeli mother. <laughs> you do what I say. Anyway, um, here's some news from. Uh, Yeshiva world. This is kind of funny. Uh, I love this. This is what I love about Donald Trump. This comes out of Yeshiva world. It says Donald Trump blasts uh, Nancy Pelosi in a truth post. Uh, did you did you see what he wrote about her? I heard about this from my wife. I heard he was spot on. <laughs> so it says here, 
Uh, he's been indicted, everybody, for the third time. Whenever he gets indicted, his his ratings go higher. He gets more and more popular. It's so stupid. But either way, so well, it says it's, here it's the indictments here is what's stupid. Right, right. But I'm saying his popularity goes up. No one cares that he's getting indicted. I'm saying he the more indictments he gets, the more popular he becomes in this country. It says yeah. here of. Former President Donald Trump has once again taken to social media to target his political opponents. This time, he focuses attention on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and her recent comments about him. It says, during a Sunday morning tirade on his truth social platform, Trump responded to Pelosi's remark about him appearing like a scared puppy. You know, and she's always drunk. She's like, ah, Donald, you, you look like a scared puppy. Uh, when he took his trip to D.C. for his arraignment. These people, this is all a circus and a show. Um, so he went on to, uh, he goes, he revealed that he had initially refrained from commenting on a peculiar story involving Pelosi's husband, which we all know what that is. I'm not going to mention it here. He goes, however, now that she had spoken unfavorably about him, and whenever someone talks bad about the Don, he gets, he comes at you tenfold, man. You know, it's unbelievable. Uh so he writes on his social media, it says Trump expressed his displeasure, stating that Pelosi remarked was vicious and me and meant to demean him. He vehemently, vehemently, whatever that word is, denied. Vehement. Yeah. Denied feeling scared during his trip. But um, anyway, this is what he called her. He goes he chose to criticize the former House Speaker, labeling her as and I quote, a wicked witch <laughs> and referring to her husband's journey as starting and ending with her he goes i purposely didn't comment on nancy pelosi's very weird story concerning her husband but now i can now i can because she said something about me with glee that was really quite vicious i saw a scared puppy she said as she watched me on television like millions of others that didn't see that <laughs> so he's talking about no one was watching the the arraignment <laughs> Bad ratings on fake CNN. He goes, I wasn't scared. Nevertheless, how mean of a thing to say. She is a wicked witch whose husband's journey from hell starts and finishes with her. She is a sick and demented psycho who will someday live in hell. <laughs> I mean, how amazing is Donald Trump? That guy was president. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's awesome. Is that not the funniest? That's what I love about him. I mean, like, like him or not, he just he says what everyone thinks. It's just it's it's I just think that's so funny. That's why they hate him. And one of the reasons they hate him. I know. I just love that her her husband's and her journey to hell starts with her. And oh, my God, he calls her a psycho. He's just the best. Anyway, you're fired, Pelosi. <laughs> Did you want it? You want you were talking about a bear or something? Another I, bear story? I think we finished the bear stories. Oh, okay. Um, the escaping bear in another minute. I'm in the looking at something. Oh, okay. So don't worry. I'll just I'll just hold the fort down. I've only been trying to do Thank filler you. and be <laughs> funny. Don't make me go into RFK. Okay. I'm going to go into another story. Oh, here's one. Now, did you hear this? Here's the uh, our anti-Semitism section of the show. <laughs> Every week we talk about anti-Semites. All right. Now, I didn't realize this because I've been so wrapped up in my own Michigas. But apparently Jamie Foxx, you know, he was in the hospital. He got vaccinated and he almost died. And then uh, and then apparently he said something which everyone says was anti-Semitic. I have no idea. It says Jamie Foxx apologizes for he apparently posted this on his Instagram saying, 
for, and I quote, they killed Jesus. <laughs> he goes, and so he apologizes. He goes, I have love in my heart for everyone. I support the Jewish community, not to mention because my agent is Jewish and Hollywood is Jewish. Uh, and he goes, and all faiths, and I'm against all hate. Um, so apparently it says uh, Jamie Foxx apologized on Saturday for a social media post that was seen as anti-Semitic. I don't understand this story because it just says the Oscar winner actor expression of regret comes on the heels of a notorious anti-Semitic comment last year from uh, from Kanye West. And he says, uh, uh, Jamie Foxx, hey, guys, I want to apologize to the Jewish community and anyone else who I offended from uh, my post, Fox wrote. I know my words were clumsy and I have caused offense. That was never my intent. To clarify, I felt betrayed by a fake friend, and that's what I meant about they. Nothing more. This is what I don't understand. He's talking about he got betrayed by a friend, so he's saying they killed Jesus. Well, who was his friend, his Jewish agent? I mean, what does what, what, what Jesus, killing Jesus, have to do with his personal friendship with someone who's, who, who betrayed him? I don't know. You know, like there are actual anti-Semites. I don't think we need to, like, manufacture <laughs> You know, I know he, you're right. He, he I don't did a dumb I, post. OK, everybody yeah. can say dumb stuff. Uh, he, the, the thing is, it goes the post was followed by hashtag fake friends and fake love. I don't know what's going on. He, I think the I think the the vaccine has affected his brain. Um, but what's insane is uh, Fox, he's 55 years old. Uh, he's got 17 million followers on Instagram. So I think what people are upset is, you know, listen, when you have 17 million followers and even if you say something that really is not anti-Semitic, but you just imply it or implore it, 17 million people, most people will will come to the conclusion that, oh, yeah, the Jews, they killed Jesus. See, they killed Jesus. Hey, nail him on the cross. <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> All right, in the last two minutes, what do you got? Anything before we go into our third segment? <laughs> um, there's a story about monkeys at the Dallas Zoo. Why, um, do you, why are you so fixated on animals and zoos today, this I week? I don't know. That's just what popped up on the screen here. Okay, what but is it? What's going on? So, somebody has been cutting, opening, opening cages and stealing monkeys. They're, they're very <laughs> cool-looking monkeys. These monkeys, they have a mustache like, uh, like you know, what do you call those things? Really long kind of twisted mustache yeah I, I could send you a picture but it's not working the thing i send you stuff on so people have been stealing monkeys out of the dallas zoo wow that's crazy <laughs> why are people stealing monkeys what are they doing with those monkeys i don't know they may be selling them on ebay uh, yeah i, I could use a good monkey right now you know my uh, a monkey could do my job monkey <laughs> trafficking monkey trafficking Keep talking. Of course we'll keep talking. Anyway, the next story you should do, let's try to stay away from, uh, well, that's fine. You're, I guess you're on your animal fix this week. <laughs> you got the bear and you got the monkeys. <laughs> I just went for funny stories. This, okay. is, this is all on Sky News, by the way. Oh, okay. So the bears in China have an eating disorder and people are stealing monkeys in Dallas. Oh, my God. <laughs> I guess those really are. Those are good lighten up stories. Anyway. All right, folks. Stick around. Hopefully no one will steal your monkey. And we'll be back for our third segment. Is this your minky?
Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Roya Mosinian. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Israel News. <clears throat> oh, my God, excuse me. Welcome back, everybody, to Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller. The show is Lighten Up. This is our third and final segment. Hello, Yosef. Hello, Steve. All right, listen, I'm going to get right into it. Um, I found this really crazy story here. Um, it says Israeli extradited charges in the U.S. for running an illegal mall kiosk network. <laughs> Did you hear about this? No. It says here, this is unbelievable. It says his name is Shai Cohen. He's accused of arranging for Israelis to arrive in the United States with tourist visas for the purpose of illicit employment in sales. So it says here an Israeli has been charged in the U.S. with visa fraud for running an illegal employment scheme in the country while helping other Israelis obtain entry permits under false pretenses for the purpose of illegal employment. Shai Cohen. I think ahead. I've seen these, these, these guys. They, they sell like some really annoying product in mall. Yeah, they're a kiosk at the mall. As you're walking around the mall, there's like these little, uh, they sell like belts or perfume or whatever they do. It says Shai Cohen, 39, was extradited by Israel in recent days. He's going to face a trial. He's accused of running a network of kiosks in malls in Maryland and in Virginia. Wow, what a crime. I mean, <laughs> those annoying people. Uh, I guess it says Israelis whom he helped obtain tourist visas, but whose real purpose in traveling to the country was to work there illegally. You know, why is it that the United States can let tons of illegal Mexicans and illegals come and work, but when they're <laughs> Jews and they're Israelis who come here illegally just to work at a stupid mall, we yeah. get thrown out. What is that all about? That's a good question, because maybe because they're not future Democrat voters. <laughs> I guess so. I just thought that was insane. I'm like, wait a second. How many millions of illegals are in this country working and the United States government does nothing? One Israeli gets caught for bringing over Jews so they work, can work at a mall? How pathetic is that? And now he's indicted and he's flown back to Israel for trial. Boy, boy, J Joe Biden, the United States government is just don't they? They just love Israel. And he gets, we're going to kick the Jews out, but keep the Mexicans. Rah! Unless, unless the Israeli can can mow my lawn and cut my shrubs, <laughs> anyway. you know, according to the there's a there are a lot of commandments in the Torah. One of them is whatever country you're, you're a Jew, whatever country you live in, you have an obligation to observe the laws of that country. Unless there's a law, I don't know what that says you have to eat bacon, but you know if it's in just a normal law, you, you have to agree with it. So really, these people were not were not uh, you know. They weren't, it no. wasn't such a Jewish thing to do, you know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. You are absolutely right, Nachon, and, uh, which means correct. You are right, but the point is, though, they quickly got these Jews and, 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 and arrested this guy and kicked him out of the country, yeah. no, but yet all the Mexicans that run around, the millions of illegals that flood our country every day, millions and hundreds of thousands a month, nobody cares about. That's just the point of the story. Uh, but yes, true. you are absolutely correct. <laughs> yeah, Yosef, you are correct. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Anyway, so uh, are you looking at your computer? Do you have a story? <laughs> um, I, I had a story, and then where did it go? <laughs> okay, Sorry. this is great. You're very prepared this week. 
Yes, I certainly am not. Yeah, that is the truth. You know you were coming on. Why couldn't you just find stories? Okay, I will. Uh, I will move on. Then. Go ahead. Shame me. It's it's fine. I'm going to shame you. I'm, I'm, I'll do the next story in a, a Robert F. Kennedy's voice just to uh, annoy you. Okay. Here's one. This is kind of interesting. I don't know. It says Jewish CEO finds he has 44.5 million Amex points. Is that not insane? Um, if he's very rich, not surprising. It says here. Um, it says here, move over. Dan's deals, we've got a new player, Dave Portnoy, the Jewish founder of Barstool Sports. I've heard of Barstool Sports, but I'm not sure what it is. He found on a recent trip to a convenience store that he has startling 44 million American Express points. I don't even know what that means. What, what, what can you get for 44 million? What can you, I mean, obviously, you can buy free stuff forever. What does that mean? I, I don't have a, a credit card like that, so I don't know. But I think it's not a bad thing. <laughs> I think Barstool, Barstool Sports also, if I remember correctly, they um, were that very big, strong backbone during the whole COVID stuff. They oh, refused okay. to shut down, I'm pretty sure. Okay. It says here, uh, he said, it doesn't tell me, or it says here, it doesn't tell me what you have. It just says you had points, the cashier told Portnoy. Portnoy. So he went to buy something, and I think uh, – used his credit card, and she was like, oh, my God, you have 44 million express points. He goes, yeah, no, it, it was because I don't use the points, so it's like I have a lot of points. This is how he speaks. <laughs> I'm like, points. <laughs> I've never seen it come up like that. He goes, I'll tell you what, it's going to come up. I'll never, whatever, This he's stupid. He says the Amex points numbers came up to a whopping 44.4 million 300,931. So oh I think God, that means that for the rest of his life, he can fly anywhere for free. I Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I don't know. I just thought that was kind of funny. How do you not realize if, I mean, I have uh, I have a, uh, a uh, Amazon Chase card, and I know I've got like 2,400 points, but that only makes, that only, I can buy something worth $24 for free. <laughs> Each point is like a dollar. Do you have a credit card? <laughs> I have Israeli credit cards, but I, you know, oh, the credit cards here are different. This is something you should know, and people listening might be interested. <clears throat> credit cards here are not like credit cards in America, where you you can push the balance, you can pay a little bit every month, and then you know get into all kinds of debt because of that. <clears throat> Whatever you put on your credit card has gets paid one, taken out of your bank account once a month. So you have to be very careful what you put on the card because if you don't have it there, then you can't use it. Wait, what are, you, what are you saying? So if I have an Israeli credit card and I go okay. buy something, they right. the, 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 the bank takes it out. I don't pay it like on a certain date each month. Exactly. You you once a month, there's a debit from your checking account for whatever's on your credit card. So the, like your credit card here is like an advance. So and you have a limit, you know, the, you say you have a 3000 shekel limit. So you bought stuff over the month worth up to 3000 shekels. The tenth of the month, all of a sudden that gets deducted from your checking account. Oh, I don't like that at all. I'm sticking. I'm keeping my uh, my American credit card so I can just pay it and like normal, <laughs> just pay it every month. I pay it off anyway. I do that. I don't spend. I pay my credit card off every month, so I I don't really um, I really don't uh, uh, spend a lot of money anyway because I can't afford it. But uh, the point is, though, yeah, that's that's crazy that they do that. Yeah, it's just a different. It's a different system. I think it's pretty nice. Look at how many people. 
Get well, if you don't have enough money in your bank account, then it bounces. Uh, it true. That's true. And then you can't <laughs> then you can't use it until you pay. Right. Well, here, here's a crazy story. This since you're on the subject of animals, I found this for you. In the summer heat, a bear was spotted in Southern California's backyard jacuzzi. <laughs> it says with the summer heat wave in full swing, uh, in California, a backyard pool is very tempting to play to take a dip, even for a bear. The police in the city of Burbank responded to a report of a bear sighting in a residential neighborhood and found the animal sitting in a jacuzzi behind one of the homes. Oh, my God, there's a picture of the bear, and he's got his paw up on the cement like he's just relaxing. Do you see this? But that's Burbank. Like, where does the bear – how does the bear get to Burbank? Did he take a taxi? <laughs> I don't know. Burbank's a major city, right? I mean, it's not yeah. like – it's not in the wilderness. I know I've – I, I, I used to live if you, in Los If you're old enough to remember Gary Owens, and now from beautiful downtown Burbank. It said here, after a short dip, the bear climbed over a wall and headed to a tree behind the home. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. But the picture Burbank? here, if anyone our listeners, you just you can go on AP and then click on oddities. This bear is literally sitting in the pool with his paw up. It, I mean, it's really funny. But anyway, okay, that's it. How about you? Do you have something? Would you like to share? Oh, do I have a bear? I thought you were going to ask me. No, do you have um, like a, a story? I have something from the New York Post. A man Ooh. had a freak accident. He tripped over his cat. Meow! Right? Meow! He tripped over his cat. He got a broken neck, a fractured spine, smashed ribs, blood in his lungs, and uh, other, other assorted injuries from a cat. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Way to bring, the, way to bring it down. <laughs> I, there's a picture of him in, in, in his hospital bed with all kinds of wires on his chest and a picture of the offending cat also. <laughs> okay. The offending. But did they get rid of the cat? Uh, I, 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 it, well, they took his picture. I don't know if that was before or after. He could be flatter now. I'm not sure. Uh, okay. Anyway. All right. I have one story left. It's not really that funny, though. <laughs> um, anyway. It's from, so apparently this weekend, last night, uh, Israel bombed the, uh, Syria. And I always like to uh, get the perspective of, the, of our enemies because it's just funny how they look at it and then how, like, what the truth is. So this is from uh, my favorite paper, the Alger Al Jazeera magazine. It says, four Syrian soldiers killed in Israel missile attack. Um, it says here, an Israeli missile attack near Syria's capital has killed at least four Syrian soldiers and wounded four others. It says um, it took uh, it took a place uh, early on Monday. That's today, but I guess it was yesterday. And anyway, it says at 2.20 in the morning, so 2.20 a.m. in the morning, so Sunday. It says, um, I love this. This is where they describe it. It says uh, uh, the Israeli enemy. The Israeli enemy carried out an air attack from the direction of the occupied Syrian Golan. <laughs> yep, like yep. Golan Heights is the part of the country of Israel, but it's occupied, targeting areas in the vicinity of Damascus. And it killed four soldiers. And it said, uh, it says, there was no immediate comment from Israel. We have no comment. We are not going to talk to Al Jazeera. We have no comment. <laughs> Usually, when these things happen, it's uh, Iran brings a lot of weapons into Syria. Yes. So, and Israel knows when they're bringing it in, and they know what they're bringing in. Every once in a while, it's just sort of you have to slap the toys out of their hands because it just doesn't belong there. 
Yeah. So it's very, these are always military strikes. Israel just doesn't go in there to kill people. No, 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 I know. And that's exactly what you just said. It says here, Israel has for years been carrying out attacks against what it has described as Iran-linked target in Syria. Iran's influence has grown in Syria since it began supporting President Bashar al-Assad. So anyway. Was that a turkey? Uh, that was my impression of the Arabs. <laughs> but it's always good to get the point of view of our enemy. I love how it's the occupied Golan Heights. <laughs> it's the, the Zionist entity that did it. Yeah, the Zionist entity. Yeah, it's almost a joke. Anyway. All right. What would you like? To, what What do you have? I know you found something. As I'm talking, I see you looking fervently no, at but, your screen. And then I get listen, dude. I have ADD. It's very hard for me to stay focused. I I, I have to admit. So you, you I'll, I'll look for a story, and then you'll do your story, and then I'll look that up, and then I'll start looking at the pictures of the bear and the and the. I still don't know how a bear got the Burbank. Well, the story didn't tell us how that happened. Uh, but anyway, all right. I don't know. Uh, here's a story for you then. It says here, um, oh, Lord, I can't do this. Where, oh, it says here, my computer. Ah, the Pope discusses health, his ditched peace prayer in Fatima and LGBTQ plus Catholics in airborne briefing. I don't even know what this means. <laughs> he was uh, he was on a, pa a plane. Pope Francis said Sunday his recovery from his latest abdominal surgery. Oh, so he's sick. Hello, who's calling me? This is ridiculous. It's Israel. They're saying, you know what? We changed our mind. We don't want you. Don't come. <laughs> no, it's just Francis. The Pope Francis was asked about his health en route from Lisbon, where he presided over the World Youth Day Festival. It was his first trip since he was hospitalized in June for nine days. Did anyone know that he was sick? No, I didn't know that. Also, but and what is it? The headline, I don't understand. He said I don't know. his, I was, his ditched I was, prayer. Yeah, I don't know. It says uh, his ditched peace prayer in Fatima and LGBTQ+. Plus. I don't know. You know what? It's stupid. It's got nothing to do with... Uh, I don't know what it is. I, I really don't care. How do, you, how do you like that? All right. So uh, if we are going... If you don't have a story for us, I think that would be the perfect time we could end the show. It'd be, it would be okay. I, I give you my permission. All right. Great. So, probably we have about 60 seconds left, and I just would like to let everyone know, 30 seconds left. Oh, my God. Anyway, well, there you go. Joseph, it was, it, of course, it was a wonderful week. Wish me chatzlacha on my aliyah, and hopefully, uh, hopefully I figure things out and I, uh, and I become uh, a good Israeli citizen. You what should have a lot of success, and anyone who's listening who's in Israel, when he comes, invite him, okay? Invite me for Shabbos. Yes, Israel. Okay, and pretty soon to my friend Yafit, I will see you. Thank you again, and Shavua Tov, everybody. Love you. Bye -bye.